Well, hello everyone. We're back. We're back. Yes. Wow. But uh, we're not reviewing Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. No. And it's not January. No, it's not February. Yeah. It's almost Har- March. Uh, let me be honest with you guys. We did not expect that this would be our first podcast back mm-hmm. after after reviewing Last Jedi in December. Mm-hmm. Life got busy and uh, a lot busy for Zach because he's doing baseball and mm-hmm. a bunch of other things. And classes are being busy for me and other stuff. So we just we haven't had time to really do any podcasts. So if you have missed us, we apologize. Yeah, it's the first episode for season two. Yes, a season two, which which will be a, a little bit uh, shorter season than last one for sure. But yeah. we'll get more into that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. we just want to let you know that's why we haven't been uh, back in a while. But we are going to come back in a full force mm-hmm. because we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. But particularly, we have uh, two subjects that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. So if you want to let the viewers know what we're going to be talking about for the next hour or so. Uh, so, as of at least this podcast, we will be discussing um, DC movies, especially yep. the focus on the DCEU uh, movies. The main focus, um, DCEU. Yes. Um, call, technically, the worlds of DC, to use their proper name. But DC Extended Universe is what everyone else calls it, and it's a better name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yep. their 23... Tw- 23 so far. 23 movies um, with Black Widow coming out very soon. And, and the other films that are coming out. Yep. Plus the Disney Plus series. Oh, yeah, that's technically more part of the MCU, technically. But we'll talk about Streaming. it technically. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we'll let you know the future of the podcast moving forward once we're done. Mm-hmm. But... A lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Very much a lot to talk about. And so, let's get away talking about the DC, Extended Universe, World of DC, whatever you want to call it. They don't even know what to call it. Yeah. So, we've reviewed, I think, more than half, uh, at least half, if not close to half, of the DCEU movies. We have BBS, Justice League, and... Oh, we've only done three. Well, with Birds Shazam. of Prey out now, That's we've only eight. done three. Three of eight, so okay. we're less than half. Yeah, we're less than half. Oh, well. Well, do we really need to count Birds of Prey? No. <laughs> There's a reason why we didn't go out and rush and watch Birds of Prey. Both of us haven't seen it. The trailers didn't look that good, so we skipped that one. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. So we could definitely uh, see that the DCEU has had a very rough patch it's had highs it's had super low lows Mm. and it seems like it's coming up again do do you think that the dceu is starting to come up again after the lows of films like justice league which we reviewed and Mm. we didn't get a chance to review suicide squad but Mm -hmm. many people aren't huge fans of that and I think if we were if you we were to talk to both of us, we're not gonna rev- do a movie review on Suicide Squad, but it's it's our least favorite DCEU films, yeah, for sure. But how do you th- do you think DC is kind of coming back after what happened with Justice League and stuff? It's been a few couple few years since then, but 2017 November 2017. Never forget. <laughs> um, I don't really think uh, DC's 
puzzling when it comes to their extended universe, um, because especially when it comes to Batman, which is a new movie coming out next year. The Batman! The Batman. So it's just strange as to what is canon, like, because obviously from, what, Birds of Prey and Shazam, which came out technically just before Birds of, just before almost, almost a year before birds yeah. of prey yeah. um but those are the two newest releases and they're set in the same universe but shazam is like the sequel of justice league and aquaman not like a sequel but is right after those movies have technically happened i would say shazam's kind of more standalone than yeah. aquaman but we know it's after justice league because yeah has returned so it's like that's true we know that's happened and birds of prey is pretty much the sequel to harley quinn after suicide squad and we so, don't know when that's set by the filmmakers don't even care either. So. Yeah. Um, so, next on the docket, Wonder Woman 84. Yes, that, that one is coming out June 5th, 2020. Yeah. Are you excited for Wonder Woman 84? Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to gonna watch it. Can't, definitely during a weekend. Like, it's definitely one that has a lot of... I mean, it has... It doesn't have tons of expectations because Wonder Woman's so the movie's so good but um, I think it has expectations because it's, it's technically still in the DCEU but in 1984 so um, and one of the characters been done pretty good oh, yeah. in all the movies so far so oh yeah even in the movies that she was in the main focus of BVS and Justice League she didn't stink up the room at all she's fine in fact if anything she might have even helped out the films a little bit yeah Especially BBS. <laughs> like she, she seemed like she was the only one who liked to be in there with everyone else brooding around. But yeah. As for me, I am so excited for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Like I was I was excited anyway because it was Wonder Woman coming back and the first movie was just so awesome. Still my favorite DCEU film. Even mm-hmm. though the third act is kind of iffy. But it's still good though. Mm-hmm. But Seeing the first trailer from Wonder Woman 1984, oh man, I just got yeah. that 80s vibe looks from fun. it. Yeah. It looks so much fun. They're at the mall. You have, you know, Steve Trevor coming back, which I'm sorry if I spoiled anything for you, but it's in the trailer. He's back. You just don't know how. Yeah, we don't know how yet. There's theories. We're not going to say spoil anything for you, yeah. but there's theories on why he could come back. But we have Cheetah. It. it it just seems like fun. It's a different vibe, different tone than Wonder Woman because that was all serious because it's sudden World War One, kind of a little depressing. A little bit of a Zack Snyder flair to it as well. You mm-hmm. kind of get a little bit of that in there. But this one just seems, like I said, just boatloads of fun, action. Kind of, a little campy, but I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, I feel like that could work, you know? Mm-hmm. I have to see the movie first. But it just looks like a great time. And I Honestly, we're going to talk about... Uh, other DCEU films coming out. We have about a few more to talk yeah. through. But this one is definitely up there. It might even be my most anticipated one. It might be. It's, Over it's, the it's, Batman? Well, we'll talk about that next. I mean, the most exciting ones I am are probably the Batman and Black Adam. Black Adam. All right. Because Wonder Woman is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's, it can't it, fail. It, sh- it should at least be fine. Yeah, you know? So those are... The Batman... It's going to be a little bit different. Yes. We're speaking about the Batman. This mm-hmm. is going to be a new Batman film. It's slated to come out June 25th, 2021. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a year after Wonder Woman 84, basically. 
And this is not Ben Affleck. He is done with Batman. It's sort of a new continuity of Batman. It's a different character. Mm-hmm. You know, they recast Alfred. They recast Gordon and other characters. It's basically a reboot of Batman, basically. They are rebooting Batman. So, and with Robert Patterson as the lead. Mm-hmm. Which, with that, are you excited? First of all, are you excited for Robert Patterson as being Batman? Yeah. And what is your vibe? Like, are, how excited are you for the Batman. I, I think that's... The DCU has been... DCU did not take its time. And no, it, it did not. It, did, it, it rushed um, right into a good... It did. It pretty much did their version of Iron Man and Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Then they went straight into Civil War. With BBS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With adding Captain America as a side character, not even having that Batman have his own movie like Captain America did have mm-hmm. before Civil War, which came out how many years later. Then yeah, they had this team-up movie, which was like two, three movies later, and that was their Avengers, but they didn't have a Flash movie. We had already had an Incredible Hulk. We would already had a Captain America. We had Thor. Thor. Yeah. So, a little different from Justice League, and then Shazam comes out, and all these, you know, critically, Birds of Price still hit, so... Um, Not box office-wise. Cur- currently right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, critically, it's positive for a fresh score so like mm-hmm. i guess that's good and fan, fans that have seen it seem to like it so like um the batman i'm most excited for because the batman hasn't the batman character with the dcu hasn't really been shown in their heyday to be honest i don't know how it would ever have worked with having an older batman be your entrance into a justice league i mean most justice league arcs he's prime age you know he's 30s yeah he's already had some experience but he's not old Batman. L- like how he was in the dark knight trilogy yeah yeah and you know he has a robin or two trying to train them while he's a member of the jl so like this one i, I i'm looking forward to be like maybe they're gonna mess with time in the flash movie or wonder woman's gonna do something and they're gonna just gonna say hey robin pattinson this guy's gonna show up in the next you know five years six years from now in justice league 2 or Wonder Woman 4 or Aquaman 3 or Flash 2 or something. I don't know. But, like, I think they... Because the Dark Knight trilogy is now long past. We've had... Hard to believe it's been, what, 15 years mm-hmm. since Batman Begins first came out. Wow. I, I feel old a little bit now. <laughs> um, so, and... Uh, I, I like Robert Pattinson in it. Like, I never really was a hater of him from Twilight. I remember Twilight... He, he doesn't really look like... He doesn't look big. Is, but is that the ideal choice? Yeah. Like, if you were to think of actors, he wouldn't be the your first choice. Yes. But then again, we we there is a shot of what the Batsuit looks like with him in it. And I can't imagine he'll look not presentable as, as Bruce Wayne. So, like, mm-hmm. I think he has it. You know, I, he probably won't be built as... You know, Ben Affleck has been built. Uh, you know, he probably um, looks skinnier. But I think he has the jaw for it. I oh, think, that jawline, though. Um, he will be a good enough actor to have uh, uh, just charisma and that self-ego that uh, Bruce Wayne needs to have. Especially for his first couple years of before he gets into the darkness of doing it for ten years. He should be still full of ego and being a Bruce Wayne that is still, you know, 
not afraid to jump into water and swim with girls like he does in what Batman Begins or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, like, kind of be loosey-goosey, but still be a head businessman. And, you know, some of their casting has been weird. Like, I would never think Andy Serkis for Alfred. I would have never thought... Interesting choice. Um, Zoe Kravitz for yeah. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Oh, or the guy that plays a penguin. Jo- like, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, the yeah. first uh, black actor to portray the character. Which... Which is that cool. That would be intriguing. I mean, it would be intriguing, too, because Gordon's usually been a white guy. But it would be intriguing to race swap him. But, yeah, I'm excited for that. And I think I think that I don't know who's in the head of the DCEU right now because there's a lot of news out about the DC stuff. But I think the DCU is in good standing with fans, good standing with audiences, because they're less concerned with a Marvel format and more concerned about getting heavy movies that are performing not just critically well, but fans well, and just helps WB say, hey, we're proud to have DC stuff. They just want to have good films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they don't want D- uh, Justice League not-so-good films. Yeah. So, like, Batman seems to be in right trajectory, like, even if people aren't absolutely sure yet about Peterson, uh, Patterson, people are talking about this movie because of oh. how I, how unique is the bat suit looks? Not iconic, just unique. Like oh, looks yeah. different. The cow's different. So, um, and I, I believe I, I'm assuming that if this does well, we'll actually see a Batman movie in a trilogy of movies that will be realistic, but also be very noir. And Batman comic book accurate at the same time. Because that's the plan to while have also, this be a trilogy. While also taking different differences from the comics. Like, I expect to mutually see a Robin. I expect to see this villain that we've never seen before. And stuff like this. Like, I expect there to be growth in the Batman character. Which we've seen in Batman trilogies. But we've seen Nolan's take. But we've not seen... I don't think we've seen our best adaptation of what the comic book Batman and all of that stuff is to a live screen theatrical performance in the movies that's like, okay, um, that's Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool. Not like the Batman and Robin movie that's stupid. <laughs> uh, the, the worst Batman movie ever made. But like a Batman that is like, you know, maybe that suit is just his year one first Batman suit and just like the Dark Knight. He'll have a different suit in that one because they changed the logo and stuff when they went. The Batman Begins logo is different from the Dark Knight logo, so yeah, I'm excited for it. My voice probably isn't saying it a ton, but I am. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy. Let's just put that. I'm happy that people have turned their heads around DC. They've come back to it. There, and it's because the successes of Aquaman, Shazam, and. Now, especially the Joker and oh, yeah. Joker uh, Birds of Prey, huge. you know, so like turning their heads and uh, just making content that fans want. Marvel can be the Marvel machine, but DC will be the, let's say they'll become, maybe they want to become the comic book universe that wants to get awards and have interesting takes on comics Instead of just making an MCU machine that just creates this universe, which we'll get into is all good and dandy, but yeah, 
if you make a movie that's worth $75 million, like The Joker, and it makes over a billion dollars, is one that is the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time, um, you kind of have a success story right there. And I think, especially from what we see from the Batman behind the scenes set photos, it looks different. Um, so I think they're going to go a different route and just focus on having Bruce Wayne go through a character arc, have us go through the arc with him, and... You know, if the Joker Batman eventually get connected, that would be awesome. But they're not promising anything because they just want to make money and let us enjoy what they're doing. They just want a good movie. Yeah. Which, which for me, my thoughts on Batman, I have been a Batman fan ever since I can remember. Mm. I enjoy Batman 89. It's, it's not great, but it's my childhood, so I enjoy it. Yeah. And even Batman Returns to a certain sense. It's interesting. Batman Animated the Series. Oh, I love Batman the Animated Series. Yep. It's awesome. Kevin Conroy. And of course, the Dark Knight trilogy is amazing. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight being my probably my favorite superhero movie of all time is just so amazing. I can mm-hmm. talk about it for hours. Hours on end. And and BVS is okay. Um, as, you, as you heard about in our review. You mm-hmm. can listen to that again. So I've always liked Batman. And when I heard that they were doing a Batman film, I was excited. Now, I was not excited initially for Robert Patterson's casting choice. Because I, like probably a lot of people, thought, you got the guy from Twilight? Mm -hmm. This guy is Twilight. I mean, these movies are so dumb. Why would you get him? But then yet again, I said the same thing about Ben Affleck when he was cast as Batman. I thought, why are you getting Daredevil, the awful Daredevil from 2003, mm-hmm. to be our Batman? And then I saw the Batman, uh, BBS, and I was like, all right, I was proven wrong. So once, so once I got over that initial reaction of Robert Pattinson's casting, I just came to realize, you know, this could be good. You know, there's a reason why they cast him. He could be good. Because even Michael Keenan back in the day when he was cast for Batman 89, was a risk. Because he was more of a comedy person mm. than he was known for, you know, serious slash superhero films that he is mm-hmm. today. So he was a risk, and he turned out to be pretty good. Some people consider him their favorite Batman. I don't know where I rank in that, but that's for another time. Anyway, uh, so I I am all for Robert Patterson as Batman. I am excited to see him try it out, especially with just the suit we talked about the suit like that suit looks awesome mm-hmm. i am just so intrigued to see how that's gonna look like in a film another batman film i like that you mentioned about the noir aspect i really like that yeah because that's one thing we've never really seen batman do in any of his films is be a detective mm-hmm. you know you see that a lot in the animated series mm-hmm. and cartoons and stuff but yep. you don't really see that in any of any of the films mm-hmm. so i really like that we're going to go back to that noir kind of detective kind of story now we're getting villains like you know riddler and penguin and mm-hmm. carmine falcone like and Catwoman. so it just seems like that that's they're right for the vibe that they're presenting mm-hmm. so i think that's really cool you mentioned about different casting choices i really like andy circus i think that's a cool choice Jeffrey Wright's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz. I mean, these are people that I would not cast myself to be these roles, but I appreciate the uniqueness of it. Because mm-hmm. whether this movie is great or not, we are going to say that this is a unique Batman Probably uniquely Batman different film. from any other Batman we've seen. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And at least I can appreciate that. 
Because honestly, we should have had a Batman film early on. Like, BVS should have been a Batman film. It should film. have been Batman's movie. Absolutely, because, you know, like I don't want to re-review BBS again, but one of the compliments we gave to that film was the Batman stuff. Ben Affleck. So, I mean, honestly, they really should have done that, even though this feels a little late, just like the Black Widow film, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But I am really excited that we're getting this. It just seems cool. seems like the right thing to do. And, you know, I did mention that Wonder Woman 84 might be my favorite or most anticipated film for DC. Scratch that second favorite. It's Batman. Batman. It's the Batman. I am so pumped. June 25th, 2021. Can't come fast enough. It's literally just a year and three months away. I can see by Christmas having a trailer. Oh, yeah, easily. By November. Yeah, November, December. Because usually it's about six months. Having a teaser trailer maybe in October or something, then the real trailer comes out a little bit later. Comes out Christmas time, Mm -hmm. a nice Christmas present for us. Yeah. So I think we both can agree, we are both on board for the Batman. Oh, yeah. We are both so so excited. Oh, yeah. But are we excited for the Suicide Squad, which is coming out August 6th of the same year, so a couple months after the Batman. It's written and directed by James Gunn, and it's going to have Margot Robbie, uh, Jai Courtney... Uh, Amanda Waller, the, uh, Viola Davis, who plays mm-hmm. her, and I think Rick Flagg's coming yep. back. And the rest is all... And Captain new- Boomerang. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jai Courtney. Mm-hmm. He oh, plays Captain Boomerang. And, and the rest of them are different uh, casts of characters, <laughs> which I am not even going to begin to try to say who all's in it. Except Polka dot, man. King Shark. It was just Elba is playing Vigilante. Really? Okay. Yeah. I-, I knew he was playing a different character because he was supposed to play Deadshot, but then yeah. for some reason they want Will Smith back to. It's not play confirmed, him. but I'm pretty sure it's Vigilante because from what his outfit looks like, it looks like the Vigilante it, outfit. Yeah, but it also makes sense because if they can't get Deadshot, and maybe Will Smith might want to return, but they also do want to have like a leader that has guns. Vigilante, you can race spend that character, make him black. So Vigilante and Deadshot can maybe cross over at some point. True, which have I... a battle of who's the best target or something, you know. But which that could happen. But not as high as Batman. I'll just yeah, no, same here. I I I know it's debated if it's gonna be PG thirteen or R. Like there's pros. And it might cons. be R. Yeah, it might be R. But if they want to get it to mass audiences, PG thirteen might be the best idea. But if you want it to make it, if you want to make it to be unique. Which is what DC's going for, I would say they're going to go R because then it's going to make it different from Guardians, which is what it's kind of seems like it is. Yeah, with all these different characters mm-hmm. and even with Suicide Squad having a Guardians vibe to begin with, with the music and the different characters and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with you. It's definitely not as high as. But I'm Batman. all for watching it though. Oh yeah. Like, James Gunn, I believe in the man. Like, he made the first two Guardians films pretty great. And if he can take Su- Suicide Squad, which is not a great film, and make it better, which I think it will be better than the first film. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It's our least favorite films in the DCEU. Yeah. I mean, it'll at least be okay. Mm-hmm. Just not really excited that much for no. it. I mean, it seems fine. I mean, it's a reboot, but also a sequel. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's more it's of a, reboot. a soft reboot. So it's like, not that many people are excited for it because they saw the original and it's lackluster at best. So like, yeah, I think the only thing that would get me excited for it is if 
Um, it's I would be really excited if it actually ends up being PG-13 because that means, oh, I can go to it and not have to worry about too many stuff right. on the rating scale. But um, really, that's kind of it because if it's rated R and it's you know still too tr- too raunchy, too trashy, it might stop me from not watching it. And also, like, I wish I would be more excited for the characters that they would bring in. But they're really unknowns. Oh, Which yeah, is what really. could make it unique because their characters literally... Polka Dot Man, like, Polka Dot Man, Rat Catcher, you know, you're... Well, people were saying the same thing about Iron Man when Iron Man came out back in 2008. Like, not really many people knew who Iron Man was, but now he's well-known. Not to say that's going to happen to those characters. Okay, those people are casting nobodies to play those characters, so... But they could end up being beloved. I mean, look at Guardians. I mean, no one knew who Groot, Rocket, Star-Lord was, and now they're beloved. Not to say that's going to happen, It's different. But a little bit. A little bit. it's in the Marvel machine, but... But, I mean, it's James Gunn. Yep. He could do it. But, at least, I think we could both it's agree... It's probably it's the, the lowest one out of all the ones we've came out with so far. I'm least excited for. Yeah, if, if we're just doing the three we've talked about so far, this one's definitely the lowest on, on yep. the ones. But... We have one that's going to come out towards the end of 2021 Next that I, I know you're excited for. Oh, yeah. Second we'll, on the list. And it is Black Adam. Black Adam. Spinoff of Shazam starring Dwayne Johnson. It's going to focus on his character who was hinted at in Shazam. Mm-hmm. I know how excited you are, but why are you excited for Black Adam? I'm just excited because I think it's... I think DC is... DC's going to do, like, the reverse Venom and make a hero, make a bad guy more of an anti-hero, anti-villain, and it's Black Adam, and the Rain the Rock Johnson looks like the, it's just, if you were going to think, you know, he was going to play Shazam, it's like... Which he was. He was, hey. but now Zachary Levi, he looks like the guy, so like... Thank you, DC, that was such a good choice! <laughs> so, Love you, Chuck! Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> He looks like him, and it fits. Um, but yeah, The Rock wanted to play. So you're gonna play in the D- no? Oh yeah, I'm all DC. I was like, okay. What hero are you gonna be? He was like, be a hero. I'm gonna say Shazam. Really, be Shazam. He's like, no. End of that scene. He's like, oh, he's gonna play Black yeah. Adam. Ooh. And it's just like, what a what a role that just you know a big muscular guy that's supposed to look. Middle Eastern or tannish color, and he's gonna have, and he's is gonna be a different rock because he's known for doing like comedies now with Jumanji and mm-hmm. um, Ride Hard or whatever Ride Long or whatever that movie uh, is with Kevin Hart. Die- oh, oh, Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Yeah, why did I say Die Hard? Uh, or Ride Long. I think a Ride Along. Ride Along. I, I forget who's in that, but it's not him. It's not them. <laughs> but like. And with Hobbs and Shaw, like he's known for born little, oh, yeah. like an action comedy star, but now he's gonna play an anti-hero. So like, I'm just excited because it's adding to Shazam lore. Yeah, it's keeping Shazam alive into the movie theatrical, all that stuff. And um, there's gonna be an end credit scene with him meeting somebody or being into Shazam. maybe meet Shazam. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm as excited for it as you are. I would probably out of these four rank it above Suicide Squad, obviously. But... Supposed to have Hawkman, Hawk Girl, Justice Society might be teased a little bit, okay, so that they'll that, explore that a little bit if that gets little, a chance. That's a little excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he'll be cool as Black Adam. 
I don't really know too much about Black Adam as compared to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to go into this film to explore more about this character and they why will. he's so cool. Yeah. But as for me, like, even though it sounds cool and I'm intrigued by it, I'm not as pumped as I am for One Woman 84 or Batman. Like, it seems cool. I'm excited that we're getting to explore this more. I just, I just want to see a trailer. I think a trailer would really sell me on if this film would would rank it even higher than it is right now. I think it's going to be good. Don't lose faith in it. Oh, it's yeah. second oh, yeah. on my list oh. for a reason. Oh, Shazam didn't yeah. originally look very good, and it's a magic hit. Fee of the Rock, the costume might look a little weird on a big man, but it'll probably be a hit. I think it'll be good. I just don't know if I'll love it. That, that That's my thing. I, like I said, I have to watch a trailer in order to see my level of excitement. Because my, lo- my level of excitement is pretty pretty average, you know? I need, you know, to watch a trailer to be above average like I was for Shazam when I first watched that trailer back you know back in 2018 I was mm-hmm. excited for it I was even more pumped I couldn't wait to see it once that first trailer came out mm-hmm. so I think that would help me out I'm intrigued by it not extremely excited like you are it's just you know they could be casting people too like the guy that plays Hawkman might be someone that's like oh that would be cool but yeah it's just it's second because Batman's so cool but Wonder Woman doesn't become second because I'm excited, but I'm also, excitement is excitement because you don't really, you're excited for the future because you're pumped, but Wonder Woman 84 doesn't really make me excited to watch it because I really don't understand why it's in 1984, like, it's still, the trailer's awesome, but it's like, excited to watch it as if it's Wonder Woman in the present day and it's a new hero and, oh, where the story is, or, you know, if it's anything else, like... Just Wonder Woman 84 I know is going to be solid. So I'm not as excited for it, as you might say, as uh, Bl- Batman or The Rock's Black Adam. Because that's exciting news that that's actually being made finally. So. Yeah. I, I understand. I think if I had more of an attachment to Black Adam, I think I would be in your boat. I don't know Black Adam that well. It seems intriguing. I'm excited for it. Don't get me wrong. I am excited well, for it. It's just, just not high, as high on my list as you are. One of my are. dreams that probably won't happen is to have, because if you watch the animated movie, um, Shaz- uh, was it Superman v. Shazam, Return of Black Adam, you will be wanting a Superman vs. Black Adam showdown. I just, I imagine the fan, the fan shots of oh, yeah, Henry would... Cavill, big man, because he's a fan, He's they're both like brothers to each other with The Rock. Even though his ex-wife is his agent, but that's okay. Oh, that's awkward. so like, um, they're both like brothers in real life. They hang out all the time. I'd love to see Superman and Black Adam try to fight each other, and Superman needs uh, Superman needs Shazam's help because he's quite he's a little bit weak to magic, a little bit that way. So it's like, and the Rock's big enough to take on a Superman. So mm. I want to see that maybe in my future, but oh. it's more of like a Venom unknown. That's why I'm excited for it. And that's why I'm intrigued by it. So. But I'll tell you one that I am more excited for than Black Adam, which is a sure hit. He's spelling it out. Shazam 2. Shazam 2. Is officially announced. It's coming out April 1st of 2022. Zachary Levi is going to come back. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone who's big in Shazam yeah. is going to come back. They'll come back. You're, you're excited for it, right? I mean, come on. We... It's it's more Shazam. I'll be excited for it when I see that trailer, but man, I, I'm 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 still on the hype of the original Shazam, so Oh yeah. I'm, once Black Adam gets out, I'll be buying one Shazam too right cause, then. Cause it's gonna come out four months after Black Adam comes out. Which is why I'm 
definitely thinking there's a teaser to the Shazam sequel. There, there might Black even Adam. be a yeah, it might be a trailer to the Shazam two movie. Yep. Like uh, in First Avenger, there was a trailer for Avengers at the mm. end credit scene of that movie. So I think that could be the same too. Like we don't know too much about Shazam two right now, but come on, Zachary Levi as Shazam. Back again. I'm sold. I think they're going to work on stuff that they... Just an Aquaman 2 comes out after Shazam 2, I yeah. believe. Yeah. That's the only well, thing yeah, that they scheduled. Yeah, it, yeah, at the end of that year. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But, so, like, yeah. I believe just, like... I just think they're going to work on a couple things. And they're going to go into the Magic Lands. Because um, they teased the cattle pitter. I know that's the only thing I can the be... Mr. Mind. That's the only thing I can be thinking of, that what they mean. Because he's connected to that. But... Yeah, I just, I, w- I want it to be better than, I don't want it to be, I want it to make more money. I want it, people to show that Shazam, it could be for kids, mm-hmm. but it, it can be a magical kids superhero movie, like Spider-Man is a magical teenage uh, MCU movie. I think that could be the DCU version of their Spider-Man, Shazam. Um, but it's different, it's not a boy still in red, white, and blue, you know. Yeah. Or red and black as he is now, you know, like flying around New York City, but a boy that becomes a thirty-year-old man using big pretty much in Philadelphia. So, and you have the most iconic heroes. You would maybe have a reboot: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. They're all around him. Just don't reboot Shazam. No. So you gotta be confident in that one, especially if you're a huge Shazam fan. Yeah, it's it's gotta be at least a solid hit, if not better than the original. And I think it'll be written in just as good as the uh, sec- first one is. Fingers crossed. April first, two thousand twenty-two can't come soon enough. Yep. Now, one that is uh, that's been in what is in the terms of the movie industry as development hell for years. Because this movie was supposed to come out in 2018, mm. but since Justice League was such a... Yeah, that. Mm. <laughs> it uh, got pushed back a lot, but it is officially coming out July 1st, 2022. Oh, really? And it is The Flash. I didn't know it was July. I thought... Yeah, for 1st of July. It's coming out before Aquaman 2? Yeah, it is. Really? Yep. I thought that was that. Nope. Oh. They're getting it out earlier. Well... I can't and, really say much because, by we know, next week it could change and it's not coming Yeah, who year. knows? <laughs> Ezra Miller might walk out and we might get a new Flash. Who knows? I wouldn't be against that, but I'm excited for him, especially because Crisis was oh, yeah. just, uh, the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. Which, Crisis, if you didn't watch Crisis on Infinite Earth, CW, the, the CW uh, Arrowverse recent crossover event, oh. which is pretty good. The crossover is as good as who they have in those crossovers. Yeah, like... Teasing all of their iconic things they've ever Yeah, made. they have Tom Welling's Superman, they oh. have Kevin Conroy as Batman, Brandon Routh back as the yes. Superman Returns. <laughs> but one of the most surprising cameos <laughs> that no one saw coming, it was Ezra just, Miller. Just a call-up. They called him up, got him up to Vancouver, filmed that scene. Ezra Miller shows up on The Flash in episode... Epis- uh, the, the, the fourth, Yeah, the fourth episode, which is Arrow's episode. Yep. And it's amazing. Just just seeing the two Barry Allens interact with oh, each other. Lord. The first time he supposedly uh, hears the name Flash, because he's yeah. not called the Flash in Justice League nope. or BVS. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. And just to have... Victor gets a name dropped. Uh, Victor, dude. yeah, gets name dropped. I knew... I saw Victor this was possible. Yeah. So, yeah, that was teased in Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I think 
because the movie people wanted that cameo. I think it was to sort of promote this movie, which yeah. is going to come out. And also to kind of, I, I think that it was mainly that, but also to to have, because Ezra Miller's a flat, he's a fan of the Flash TV show. Like he said in interviews, we're all the Flash, man. It's the multiverse. Oh, yeah. So I think it was also like, hey, this is going to, CW, you want people on there. We can get, film it. You know, people are on break. You know, you're on break right now. People are waiting for episode, you know, four and five of this crossover. You know, just have the shot. You know, we don't really know this, the speed first gone. We know the multiverse is gone. But what about the speed first? Have Barry, our Barry, meet Ezra Miller's Barry in the speed first. Have a funny scene. Have it connect over to the DCEU. And second, it will promote the DCEU's Flash movie. But it will also be like the Flash's movie is also kind of like acknowledging the Flash TV show has done some great things. And... Grant Gustin probably will have a scene in the movie. Just he'll that would be most cool. likely will, and I'm pretty sure he will have a scene in the movie because it is going to take elements from Flashpoints yep. in the movie. It's not going to be a direct adaptation, but it's going to revolve some elements to it. Mm-hmm. So it could very well be possible that he could be in it. Yeah, I, I just see a scene where he's just running and he meets our Barry again, and there's a scene, and they go off. But I mean, they could. They can find a way to make it sense. But then again, the Flash movie might get canceled. So Yeah, who knows. knows? But I'm excited for a Flashpoint movie because the DCU needs a reboot. And if you need anything to reboot it, Flashpoint was what it used in the DC uh, animated universe. So just do it for more than 40 minutes as opposed to the Flash TV series. Yeah, movies made to do it better. And and for me, I'm I'm actually kind of intrigued by this. If I were to rank the ones I'm excited for, I... I would put it, you know, obviously above Suicide Squad, and I might put it above Black Adam a little bit for me. Like, I know people are, yeah, have got, I've given Ezra Miller flack for his Flash portrayal, and I understand why people don't like his portrayal. I I think he's fine. I don't I don't like him as much as Grant Gustin on the TV series. Yeah. But but I th- I think for what they were going for, I think he did a decent. And we job. haven't had had enough time. Maybe and, in exactly. His movie he changes and I think after this, Flashpoint. Yeah, true. And so we could see that in this Flash movie, mm-hmm. which I want to at least give him another chance, mm-hmm. a chance to see how he could do leading a Flash movie. So that's why I'm intrigued by this, and especially since my love of the TV series, you know. <laughs> Uh, is sort of getting me there a little bit too, mm-hmm. but I, I'm excited for it. I I mean I'm intrigued by it. I'm a little bit excited for it. Again, if this movie is real and it does end up start filming, that mm-hmm. would that would be awesome. But yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by it slash excited. Hopefully it's hopefully it's good. Yeah, I hope. But one last uh, last film that's officially confirmed to come out because there's a bunch of films in various stages of development still is Aquaman two. Slated to come out December 16th, 2022. And I'll begin by sharing my thoughts yeah. for Aquaman 2. Because the DCEU, you know, like, like I said, it started out rough. You know, Man of Steel's solid. One Woman's great. The rest of the films are either blah or not that great. Controversial. Yeah, very controversial. Then you have Aquaman, which, you know, a solid movie. You know, it's, it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's not a great film. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But it is fun. Mm-hmm. So and it made a billion dollars. So people went and saw it and liked it. So you know, even though the critics didn't love it as much, so obviously Aquaman still fresh. Yeah, still fresh, still fresh. But Aquaman two was a given after it made a billion dollars. Oh yeah, and you know, I think this film could potentially fix some things of issues with Aquaman. 
You know, we're not going to do an Aquaman review, but I wish that they had spent more time establishing the underwater world. I I kind of wish that we had, you know, Black Manta be more prominent than how he was. And so, so there's other things that, you know, I feel like Aquaman could have done better on. And I think that Aquaman 2 could serve to be that. Because it is confirmed that they are going to spend more time underwater in Aquaman 2, exploring the Seven Kingdoms. Black Manta will get a bigger role. Bigger he role. is the biggest villain of all time for Aquaman. Which is why he needed a bigger role in Aquaman. Again, we're not here to review Aquaman, but that's just my thing. So I'm I'm intrigued by Aquaman too. I, you know, James Wan's coming back to direct. Obviously, Jason Momoa's coming back in the main cast and stuff. So I am I very much intrigued what they can do for this film. Uh, maybe they can even make the visuals look even better. Which I don't know how that's possible because they look pretty good to good to begin visuals. with. Yep, that's the probably the best part of the film is just how the mm-hmm. underwater stuff looks. So yeah, I'm I'm very much intrigued by it. I think it's got good potential to be a better movie than Aquaman mm-hmm. and potentially be the best sequel we've had in the DCEU. I don't think we've had much sequels if you count BBS as sequel, I guess. Yeah. But it it could be. It could be even better yet. I don't know if it'll gross a billion dollars like Aquaman did. It has potential, but I am I am very much open to Aquaman 2, I'm not quite sure where I'd rank it. I'd probably rank it above Flash because, you know, reasons. <laughs> but, you know, overall, I I do kind of... I, I am intrigued by Aquaman 2. I think it's, like I said, it's got good potential to be a better movie. And I just want it to be good. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I believe in you, James Wan. Please. I, I believe the movie will be good. I'm hyped for it. But as an excitement is the word we're using for this podcast, probably my second least. Yeah. Uh, like, Suicide Squad, my least. Like, one I'm not really excited for. Then Aquaman 2. Then Wonder Woman 84. Then Flash. Then Shazam 2. Black Adam. And Batman. You know, I would reverse Flash and Aquaman 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's at least third from the bottom. If not. Hype and excitement are two different definitions for me in this one. I'm hyped for it. I'm excited to watch Aquaman 2 when I see it in the theaters because the first one's such a success to me. Like, you got that gold suit on Jason Momoa. Like, you made that corny character come to make yeah, a movie. I don't think they made the suit work that well, but that's just They me. ain't going to get rid of the suit anytime soon. So, like, Unfortunately. the idea is, like, they made the corny man that can talk to fish into a billion dollar. Good for you, Jason Momoa. Move all the hair in your eyes as much as you can. You deserve the praise. But or, anyway. or move his way from that commercial like we saw. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but I'm hyped for it. But as excited, not so much because we didn't really get any great teasers in the end credits that make me hype. Unlike like the teaser from Batman's teaser right there, what the suit is. The teaser of what Black Adam could be. The teaser of Shazam 2 being hyped. The teaser of Wonder Woman. That's exciting. What's not exciting is Aquaman 2 being... I, I believe it's probably going to be worked on. I think that's the reason why they gave it four years, because Amber Heard's court issues and because of writing it better. Um, Hopefully. But I, I think it's going to have one of the same issues, is that Black Panther 2 roughly comes out at about the same year time. And that was... Uh, Aquaman was compared to Black each Panther. Other. Yeah. So I guarantee Black Panther 2, whatever which one comes out, it's still going to have a comparison they're going to go in the kind of the same direction because they're both kings of weird, iconic countries. And uh, they're fictional. And they're all, like, Wakaman's more Pacific, Islander, odd race. 
And then you have a Black Panther 2, which is African race. So, like, it's different races that aren't white as the main hero lead. And that's exciting. But they're going to be very similar. And yeah. the storylines are similar. So, um... So, so, so it's second from your bottom. You're, it's you're second not, from my bottom. You're you're kind of intrigued by it, but you're not very much excited right now. I mean, now. I'm hyped for Jason Momoa again, but I'm hyped to see what they could do. But yeah, really, Aquaman one is so much of a thing that it's just it's still three years down the line. I, I know still it's tough to be hyped for a movie that's coming out three years from now. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, but if you got anything from this. There's a lot of excitement going on for the DCEU. They got a yeah, lot going excited, on. hyped. Really, we haven't talked about Joker, but from, from that, I would say, because it's not in the DCEU, I would say, like, DC is on a good standing with me. Yeah. With after Justice League, I wasn't sure what to think as a fan, because <laughs> I enjoy most, Justice most people League, words. but it's not very good. But Aquaman, okay, I, I'm starting to believe that Shazam's like, oh yeah, baby. Then, you know, I haven't watched Joker, but Joker's amazing from the things I've seen. I can't wait to watch it. Yep, same. He got got best performing actor. Yeah, the best actor Oscar. I mean, that's impressive. It just... Bird's of Prey's doing critically well, and the people that went to it, the fans like it, so... And the Batman looks intriguing. Wonder Woman 2 looks good, so... Like, all of those, I'm excited, hyped, or they're also different. Like, they're going outside the box, casting outside the box actors, and they're also doing doing things their own way. Doing the characters Batman differently, doing the Suicide Squad, making it R, making Joker R, and having it, you know, be a depressing societal take on mental illness, which Marvel has never done. They've never done something that creative to do. Oh, no. They, they wouldn't dare do anything. So I think I'm excited, hyped, and I believe DC's going the more creative route. And if they have a universe that's connected, I've given up on it. Because I've had my I'm just, Arrowverse. Just give up, man. I'm my Arrowverse, so I'm fine. There you go. Even though you don't watch most of the Arrow shows. <laughs> but I'll watch the crossovers, for sure. There you go. And for me, just, just to put a capper on this before we move on to Marvel, uh, I'm excited for what DC's got going on. I mean... It was kind of bleak after Justice League, like, was the whole point of this mm-hmm. franchise. I like that they're going more solo movies, focusing on making good films instead of having them connected like Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think you need that to have it be different, which I think we talked about in our other reviews. And a lot, they got a lot going on. You know, they're doing a solo Batman film. They're doing a sequel to Wonder Woman. They're doing a Flash movie, Black Adam, Shazam 2. I mean, a lot to be excited for, just doing these great films that hopefully you know will be critically loved and make money but also just kind of please the inner fanboys and mm-hmm. us that wants to see some great comic book action and stuff so i i just think dc's doing the right thing right now they're taking their time they're establishing a universe instead of trying to be like marvel h-u-o-x comes out soon that's true which will have the green lantern core they've already done their dc universe is already probably going to go into HBO Max. So, I think DCU, I am more excited, hyped, and I believe in the movies that they have on those. On that docket, they, they got some it, solid ones. I think all of those movies, except Shazam 2, 
um, and maybe not so for the Suicide Squad. Um, but I believe all those movies, all those movies except the Suicide Squad, Shazam 2, except those two, anything else can make a billion dollars again. Well, I that's a high claim, but I believe 184 could get there. It would be a hard stretch because the original uh, didn't. But yeah. it could if it's even better. You know, Batman, most likely, probably will make a billion dollars. Aquaman 2, maybe. Black Adam, might. If it's a Venom movie, it could. Maybe. So, you know. <laughs> that's a big maybe. But if Venom could, so could The Rocks movie. So, because Venom's trash. But, uh. Yeah. And then Flash wrong. could if it's a major success because it's a Flashpoint. So. I don't believe Shazam 2 will make a billion dollars, and I don't think the Suicide Squad will, but all of those, they're going to be exciting, hype, and they're out of the box, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's some good stuff going on, because while DC has some cool movies going on, you know, being different than Marvel, Marvel is taking a different approach themselves, Mm -hmm. shifting our way into the MCU. So, Marvel... I mean, we've just got done with the Infinity Saga with the MCU. We haven't really viewed much of the MCU films. We reviewed a couple of them, you know, in our archives last time, last season and stuff. But they have just, I think you can agree that just the journey they've taken, while it's not a smooth road, I mean, there's a couple potholes in there with Thor The Dark World, Incredible Hulk, the Iron Man sequels, to name a few. Yeah. They got there, you know, with amazing movies like Iron Man, which you can hear our review of in the... You know, archives, the first Avengers film, Guardians, Winter Soldier, you know, Mm. Thor, Ragnarok, Civil War, Infinity War. I mean, just all those movies just being awesome films that are just great superhero films with great acting, great action, and just so much awesomeness to love that just really propelled these characters to be beloved like they are today. I mean, this is the highest grossing film franchise of all time. It's awesome. And while film franchises like DC have tried to copy Marvel to have a shared universe... No Fox one, Universe did. X-Men tried to copy as well. They tried. Yep. They didn't uh, do as well. Mm-hmm. Even though they came out before the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's just a, no one has able to have been done what Marvel has done. And I think they deserve all the praise they've gotten because they, they did it. They did a 23-film arc universe, and I feel like they did it fairly well. And I'm really glad what they did with that. And it's almost kind of one of those things you look at where it just is almost kind of like, there's no way you can kind of top yourself after what they did. No way. Which which I, I'm sure you can agree that, you know, that, that they did really well, you know, with their journey going through the films and yeah. stuff. Um, I mean, I didn't really get into the MCU. Um, I got into the DCU with uh, BBS. I got into the... MCU when they're already at Civil War, so they're already more than halfway done by that point. But I'd seen all of them, but I didn't really care that much. Mm. Um, Civil War is just a thing like, oh, this is real. They're fighting each other, and that's cool. Then Ragnarok comes out, and we watched that oh, in the yeah, freshman we year did, with yeah. a bunch of guys, so it's like then, like, that teases Infinity, Infinity War. War. And, the, and the trailers for Infinity War and what it was being hyped for be is like, Who's dying, Cap or, you know, Iron, Iron Man. Man? That's what we were thinking. They oh, both yeah. didn't die, except except everyone else. Except uh, <laughs> half of the world got snapped. So, um, it's like, I, I my favorite MCU movie will be Endgame. 
because I think Endgame is the capstone of all of them. It has it has time, Tybal, Wowie, Snaggins, <laughs> and it has some illogic like some weird things I just don't like. But it's just emotional. It's it's the Return of the King mm-hmm. of the Lord of the Rings. It's the Endgame of this twenty two movie franchise before it, taking yeah. for better or for worse what's come before it, and went out with the bang and. A great thank you to the fans who have been oh. on the Marvel ride since 2008. And it's, you know, you have your poster right here, and I'm just looking at it. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking of, like, I mean, there's no offense to this specific character, but, like, Captain Marvel. I knew you were going to say Captain Marvel. I knew it. Captain Marvel's the only one on there I don't care for after this movie. Like, I don't care for her. Everyone well, else... But, you they, know they're fine. But you don't really get enough time with Captain Marvel. True, but but still. not even a real movie. I don't care for. Um, that's that's fair. So like, an exp- like it's be- like I would say that I was on Team Camp for Civil War, but my yep, favorite same. MCU hero is Iron Man. It, it my my favorite MCU hero. Now my favorite superhero of all time. My favorite superhero of all time is Shazam. But in the MCU, not probably I'm not gonna say best performance, but the character of like. The person that's like, if you're being an MCU, you can be a hero. I would want to be Iron Man. Like, I love what Tony does. Like, I am Iron Man. The snap. I and am just, Iron Man. <sighs> like, I I don't think, and we've had this conversation before. I don't think the MCU will ever have what it had in those first twenty three movies. No, I I don't think it will happen. If they, they make in, in thirty in ten movies from now, if they do Avengers five, which they will eventually, I mean they will, but it will not. I won't care as much because by then I'm sorry, but they're doing stuff I don't approve of. By then we'll probably have a gay character, we'll have a lesbian character. By then we'll yeah. have like um, other stuff that's just like our heroes that I like from the originals won't be in it, and well, some of that stuff might come sooner than later, which we'll talk about here in yeah. a few minutes. So but, but yeah, I I definitely agree with you on that. I just don't think that they can do what they did, uh, have, what they've done from two thousand eight to two thousand nineteen. We'll see. Like the like, the arc. I think Kevin Feige has the he should have the he should have the power now to be able to change your minds on the future, and he can give it to me and change my mind to say, hey, it's gonna work out fine. I'll make everything smooth, and it's gonna work out fine. He has the authority because of how successful he's been. Yeah. It's just that these latest steps that we're going to get into, they don't make me hype, excited, or think that's intriguing. Right. A couple of them are, but it's more, more of the same because it's a Marvel machine. Gotcha. Yeah, keep making more. Got to make more of the same. Yep. And which with me, like my history with the MCU, like I had watched some phase one films in theaters on and off. Like it wasn't as much as, you know, going into phase three and stuff. Like I remember watching Incredible Hulk in theaters. And I remember seeing Captain America, the first Avenger in theaters. Mm. Yeah, I know my first memory, the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> great memory. I think I saw Iron Man and Iron Man 2 in theaters. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. And Thor, I didn't believe. Cause I didn't know that was a Marvel film. Because like, I thought it was a Sword and Sandals film. And I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of that genre. Until I saw it, then I was like, oh, I'm wrong. It's a romantic comedy. What do you know? 
And it really wasn't until, I think it was Thor The Dark World when I started watching them in theaters. You know, I, I watched Avengers and Iron Man 3 and stuff, and I'm blown away by the Avengers. You know, I think that first movie is amazing. I still love it to this day. Mm. But it wasn't until Thor The Dark World when I started watching them in theaters, and I have watched every single MCU film from Thor The Dark World on in theaters at least once. Mm. And that is something I guess I can take pride in, I guess. And like I said, some of them are not as great as others, but I feel like that the journey that they took was solid. You know, there were movies to be hyped for and excited. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember being hyped for Age of Ultron and how great... Uh, how I thought that was going to be great. It wasn't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but then other ones that were, like Infinity War and Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther, which were just so awesome movies, and Civil War, just great MCU films just made me really hyped for the train, you know, especially since a lot of them were gearing us towards Infinity War and Endgame, which proved to be solid, you know, conclusions to this MCU, you know, character, you know, Infinity Saga. So, like I said, you know, it's almost sad, you know, weird to think, like, how could this continue on, especially after they did the biggest thing they could do with Endgame, tying the loose ends from 22 other previous films. And what they decided to do is to go weirder and smaller, which we'll talk about here. Because Phase 4 is going to be weird because there, there's, what's, one, two, three, there's seven, oh, sorry, six films slated for Phase 4, one for an unknown phase right now, probably Phase 5. And then you have Disney Plus series that are going to be part of Phase 4 as well, which is kind of weird. Mm. So... So let's start talking about the Marvel TV shows. Because we have the Marvel TV shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which isn't that great. It's ending at it's ending this year. Thank goodness. Uh, I could talk about that all day. And, you know, other shows like Agent Carter, which ended, which was a pretty decent show. Coming back, right? I don't think so. No. Maybe. But as far as I know, I don't think it is. It's a good show. Yeah, it's pretty good. Check it out. It's a couple seasons, not long. At pretty least the first season I've watched, and I, that was pretty good. Season two is pretty decent as okay. well. I mean, it's not as good as the first one, but it's pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Then you have Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and those shows that, that ended on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But these are Marvel-produced shows. Like, the mo movie people are going to be as heavily involved with these than the other TV shows, and they're going to be connected to the MCU. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of these shows is going to tie in directly to a future MCU film. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just list the shows that are coming out for Disney+, and you can let us know if any of these excite you or if they're yeah. not that exciting to you and stuff. Mm -hmm. So the first one that's coming out is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's coming out August of 2020. If I could rate on it, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. I, I'll go 8.5 for me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm excited for it. You know, I think it sounds cool, you know, to have these two side characters kind of come together. It seems like a buddy cop kind of vibe to it. Just from the <laughs> the few seconds we saw in the Super Bowl not too long ago. Yeah, um, 7 out of 10. You, it's not bad. But I just haven't seen enough. That's true. I haven't seen Baron Zemo in a purple mask. Then I'll go up to nine. <laughs> I don't know if we'll see that until the TV series. Hopefully, maybe we will. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, I, I, I'm i excited for it. I think it seems like a cool choice. Because none of these characters are, are like, worthy to be in their own movie. So this seems no. like the best case scenario yeah. for them. WandaVision is the next one, which is going to be, I guess, a comedy sitcom kind of show. 
which is coming out December of this year. Six out of ten. Five point five. I don't know. I'm not a really huge fan of Wanda or Vision. Doesn't really excite me. Even though it is going to tie into the new Doctor Strange movie, it's. I'm excited for what they're going to show about like the sitcom aspect of every episode. It's going to be a different reality of old TV, but I do like that. That's why it's getting a five point five. I'm intrigued by that vibe. Like Mm -hmm. it's going to be a sitcom, but yet also have weird things going on. You know, Brady Bunch. I love Lucy. Other ones, you know. Yeah, it could be good, but it also could stink. It probably could stink. But, yeah, 6 out of 10. Which, speaking of a show that might stink, Loki, which is going to focus on Loki from Avengers Endgame. Again, sorry, spoiler, if you haven't seen Endgame. But that is going to alternate version of Loki. It's going to come out early next year. We don't know exactly the date. Excited for it at all? 3 out of 10. Wow, really? That's I give it 2 out of 10. I'll give it a 3, because I know he's going to throughout time. I'm going to influence time. Oh, really? And, like, change time because he's on a different timeline. Or time's different in his timeline, and his changes will make it into reality of what we know to be true. Like, let's say Adolf Hitler in his timeline is not supposed to become Fuhrer, but things he does make him Fuhrer so that time will be changed. It would make him more of an anti-hero in a way, where he's kind of being a time traveler. But who knows? I have no idea. Three out of ten. All right. Two. All right. Two point two five. You convinced me to get up a quarter. I don't want a Loki series. I just want to check mean, out the first episode. If it's nothing intriguing, I won't watch it anymore. Right. That makes sense. I mean, that's just you know my thing is like Loki died in the end of Infinity War. That was the end of his arc. Yeah. Like that should have been the end of Loki. Mm-hmm. I didn't want. I don't want this TV series. It just. I just don't feel like Loki is good enough to be his own universe, his own movie, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's not one I'm really excited for, but it's, I don't know. I Maybe it could be good. I don't know, but not really super excited for it personally. Yep. Yeah. Next one up, we got What If, which is going to be the first animated Marvel series. It's going to feature what the... Oh, oh, was it the Watcher or Seer? I forget what his name is. Uh, he's, he's like he's like oversees everything, and he's like mm-hmm. gonna have different uh, different scenarios from the MCU play out differently. Like, what if Peggy Carter was Captain America, for example? I don't know who necessarily they're talking about there, but yeah, okay. I don't know either. Excited for it at all? It's gonna be a half hour uh, show. Six point five out of ten definitely watch it more than I would watch One Division. Yeah. It's only 30 minutes and it's animated. It's probably going to be fine. Uh, I'll give it a six. Voice actored by its regular people. So Yeah, so that that's good. That, that'll be pretty fun. So it's, it's got good potential to be something unique. I don't know if it's must watch, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'll give it a six. Why not? Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye. We are getting Hawkeye. It is mm-hmm. confirmed it's not you know going to go away. It's supposed to come out late 2021. And Jeremy Renner will be back as Hawkeye. I think we'll even get Kate Bishop as, I guess, passing the mantle to Hawkeye. Um, at all, two out of ten. Two out of ten. Yeah. Well, have Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, who, Hawkeye isn't that interesting. I mean, he's cool. I like what they did with him in Age of Ultron and Endgame. But does he need to be in his own show? No. So that's all I gotta say about that. 
then I'll just rattle off these three because we don't know when they're coming out. But apparently Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk are ordered. And for me, the only one I'm intrigued by is She-Hulk because Hulk might be in that TV series. And She-Hulk is kind of an interesting character, I guess, which I'll give it maybe a 2.5 just because I'm a little bit more intrigued than Loki or Hawkeye. But the rest I give a zero. I don't want Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. Don't know who they are. Don't care. Don't want them. That's Moon my Knight may be a two. He's like a ragman meets with Batman. Point five. I know, right? Like <laughs> I give it point five now. <laughs> above Hawkeye, but I really don't care. Like I'll be so busy probably with life that, like, if it's not critically acclaimed or anything, it's just you're not supposed to see the man's face. So it's not like it's gonna be like the Mandalorian meets Ragman meets Batman. So it's like mystical moon in the dark creepy kind of a superhero but he's not really a hero he's more of like an anti-hero so i don't care about those three honestly i can see all those threes being on the back burner it never happened yeah just because i can see that too marvel's over chew too much and they can swallow <laughs> that that's true i mean do they really need more exactly <laughs> So that's what uh, that's what the Marvel Disney Plus series are going to look like. Obviously, we're not that excited for them. I mean, maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Seven out of ten is not bad. Yeah, seven out of ten is pretty decent. Yeah, and eight point five for me. That's that's pretty good, considering what I gave the rest of them. Mm -hmm. So who knows? We'll see. Maybe they'll be better. But as of right now, we're not really that excited for what's going on with the TV shows. But we'll see what happens. Who knows? But moving on to the movies, we got uh, seven movies that are officially confirmed with release dates mm. for the MCU for Phase 4. Uh, six is going to come out for Phase 4, and then there's one that's going to come out in a future date we don't know yet. So I'll do the same with the TV shows. I'll just I'll rattle off all seven, and then we can talk about like which ones we're excited for and which ones we aren't. Yeah. So the first one that's coming out is Black Widow. That's coming out May 1st of this year. Then, uh, towards the end of this year, we're getting The Eternals, which is, I guess, kind of like Guardians, I suppose, coming out November 6, 2020. Mm. And then, towards the beginning half of next year, we're going to get Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Finally going to get the Mandarin. The real Mandarin, coming out February 12th of 2021. I am the Mandarin. No, you're not. Oh, wait. Oh, you are in Shang-Chi, for real. Okay. Then we're getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, sequel to Doctor Strange, which is going to tie into WandaVision. That's going to come out May 7th of 2021. Don't know who the director is yet because Scott Derrickson walked away. Uh, so we'll find out there. But after that, we'll be getting an untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel set in the MCU. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Rejoice, Marvel fans. <laughs> it's coming out July 16th, 2021. And then we're getting one last one in 2021, the last one in Phase 4, and the first year we're getting four Marvel films in one year, pretty something, MCU films in one year. And that is Thor, Love and Thunder, we're getting Chris Hemsworth back with Taika Waititi to direct, and that's going to come out November 5th of 2021, that'll be officially the end of Phase 4. But Black Panther 2 is coming out, uh, we got that confirmed, uh, I assume it's going to be Phase 5. And that's coming out May 6th of 2022 with, I think, Ryan Coogler is going to direct again. And obviously Black Panther and all the cast is coming back. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot to go through. 
Do any of those excite you? Uh, anything uh, not excite you? What's your thoughts going through all those films? Mm. Um, I would say uh, Black Widow. Is that that comes out after we leave school? Uh, it, it comes out like right before graduation. Right before graduation, probably the weekend before. Yeah, yeah. Well, the weekend of graduation oh, actually. Okay. It's like the day before commencement. Oh, I don't think I'll be able to watch it that opening weekend. Uh, so. I definitely know you I won't be. be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sunday. Who knows? Um, and that's going to be a as a prequel to Black Widow, uh, uh, her first story. Like it's going to be set during Civil War, mm-hmm. so we'll get to see you know her story during her. During that time between Civil War and Infinity War, which I mean, was up to. I'll probably watch it eventually, most likely probably in theaters with friends, but yeah. do I care? Not really. <laughs> uh, Eternals, True. I thought was some interesting, but it's sounding less and less interesting as I hear more about it and being like, that's a risk. First gay character, in a, you yeah. know, and it's not going to be like behind the scenes Star Wars Episode Nine gay character you see. Yeah, it's, they're, they're going to be open about it. Yeah, so... And the movie might not even be good to start. But people say the same thing about Guardians. Doesn't feel like Guardians doesn't have James Gunn. Well... Too big of a cast. I I'm, I, I agree with you, but again, people like myself thought it was going to be bad. Well, There's a lot of convincing as if it wants me in a seat, because... Uh, is it the, this year, in November... Um... I might have other things I would like to watch, so I have no truth. Idea. So, um, and if not, it's definitely probably one that watch it some other time or on Disney Plus when it chills up. You know, true. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor: Love and Thunder. What a title! Um, I think that's just a good word for the movie. Um. <laughs> Because for yeah. me, like, Thor's arc started in Thor 1, ended in technically Thor 3, like, because he becomes it, king. Yeah, he became king at the end. Then he goes through Infinity War. Then he goes through a different arc, which is debatable that it goes too over the top, which I would say. With, with, with Endgame. Then he becomes fat King Thor and gives it to Valkyrie. What are they going to do with Thor? Like, they completely recleaned his slate, so I have no idea what... Because he's supposed to be the main character still, so... Well, it's, the movie is named after him. I would assume he's the main character. But they're doing all this other stuff, so my answer is just, um... It's just, um... <laughs> because I don't like Valkyrie, I don't like Jane, and I only care about Chris Hemsworth, so... Um... um. Uh, I think they want you to be excited that Taika Waititi's coming back. The only Thor director to come back. Um, that's all I would say. Um, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Uh, let's see, there were other ones. Uh, there's Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man sequel. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the... Spider-Man! Spider-Man is definitely Spider-Man, one I'm interested Spider-Man. in. Spider-Man is the one I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna care about, like, I'm gonna think about most. Maybe Doctor Strange is short... A second, but that'll be far behind. Honestly, all those you just mentioned, even Black Panther 2, I don't care. I don't care about Shang-Chi. I don't care about the Shang-Chi. There's nothing cool about the Mandalorian in that movie. Why be making your first Asian hero bet Shang-Chi? I don't know, that sounds harsh, but 
I told you, I'm not going to be excited, hyped, or think these movies are intriguing compared to DC. I think the safest one is Spider-Man, and it's going to be the most successful because they, the, they got the guy back, so people are going to want to watch that movie because they got him in the movie in the universe again. And then there'll be a Venom tease because the Venom universe is shooting off in the air with Morbius and stuff. So uh, I'm excited for that because Tom Holland's awesome. But anything else? I, I honestly, it's probably, it's probably, absolutely watch Spider Man. Yeah, probably watch Doctor Strange and probably absolutely. But I'm most excited. Yeah, I'm hyped for Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's your number one yes. out of the ones. Okay. Then, if Spider Man's a one, there's like nothing through one, th- then two from five, nothing there. Then six would be Doctor Strange, and seven is Black Widow. There's nothing between two and five, because I just, I don't, Doctor Strange is in there, but they got rid of the director, and honestly, from what I heard, I was super on board with what the director wanted to do. Yeah, it seemed like he was going for a more horror vibe. Yeah. Marvel kind of wants more comedy than horror. They probably want more of a multiverse type of movie with more comedy instead of a multiverse horror film. But yeah. I think that would work so much for Doctor Strange being a scary time traveling multiverse oh, yeah. dude. He that, sees all the horror of the multiverse, all the things that could have gone wrong in history. Because that's what the comics are about, like Doctor Strange being like so weird and out there, mm-hmm. you know, a weird character like Ghost Rider, you know. Mm-hmm. So it seemed kind of right for the comics, but now who knows what that's going to turn out like. Then Black Widow by default because RDJ is going to be in it. Uh, for three seconds. So. And he, even he didn't know he was going to be in Black Widow, so. Yeah, it's uh, to give you other stuff. But assignment. definitely Spider-Man, because he's back in the MCU. And I'm excited for Spider-Man to go into the Sony universe, so. I am. Uh, except if I take Spider-Man out of it, I am a bored. Um. And probably. And probably. For MCU one. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> For one of them. And, but, bored, um, and probably, and, super, and Spider-Man's like, a absolutely. But who in the right mind isn't going to see Spider-Man, so. Yeah, you would I mean, be... that's a dating couple movie. Like, Spider-Man's uh-huh. become one of those things, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a given. Hey, we have nothing to do on the Saturday, let's go out to eat and watch a new Spider-Man movie. Like, it's one of those things, so. Absolutely. Um. And Tom Holland's just so great. So, I'm disappointed Guardians not on there. I'm support. I, I'm disappointed Stupid that Marvel, Disney, um, James firing James Gunn. Oh, I see. Would have been in the Black Widow slot. <laughs> and that there's not other ones out there. But honestly, MCU can prove me wrong because they've done the Endgame. But Captain Marvel two isn't out yet, and that's nothing to be excited for. So. It's like all their best characters I loved are not really being advertised except Spider-Man, so... Right. Um, I mean, they've hit home run after home run, so... Let's see what they do. It's like they've been playing in... It's like they've been a Major League franchise playing in AAA and crushing the competition. Oh, yeah. When it yeah. comes to DC and X-Men, who are just in AAA, AA, trying to get their MLB franchises yeah. started. Some may argue single A. But... Single A. <laughs> but then, oh, that's a fan four stick. But anyway. Uh, that's not even a league, my dude. <laughs> but then they got Endgame. 
and they moved in the MLB now. They're in the MLB. Mm. And now they're going to try some new ways in trying to do MLB, not saying there's competition, but the MLB is a harder level. And now they're extremely going to try a harder level because all the AAA people that got them up there are gone. Retired. Chris Evans is gone. RBJ is gone. When DC's really was stuck in double A movie hell in a long time. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, screw it. We're going to split off and we're going to have three teams instead of trying to make a major league franchise. We want our best players on those teams to just do whatever they want. And those best players made great successes. And now we might have an MLB star in Patterson and MLB. Mm-hmm. We might have Gagadot's already in the MLB as a star. We already have Shazam as a star. We already have Aquaman as a star. Like, they're all, but they're not like, they're not like, they're in this big group of being in like, the MCU, like, as big hits that should be big hits, mm-hmm. but there's not as much pressure because they haven't been destroying the competition like and like the Endgame is. Yeah. And they're, they've been destroying the competition, and Marvel's been destroying the competition, but now they're doing something different. Um, but it could be said that they're not doing something as much different as they are doing it so intriguing that it kind of seems like either... It's way off balance, or they're playing it too safe. Right. And I think the DC is not playing it safe by making sure it's epic, making sure it's hype, and making sure it is different. Taking risks. And that's the Joker. Yeah. The Joker's a double A, it's a double A or an A movie that made $75 million that was made for that. It was a big risk, too. Like, you know, making an R-rated Joker movie. But everything is great about it that they made it into one of the best movies of 2019. So Absolutely. You can give your... That's all I can say about the MCU. I'm not as huge of a fan of it, but I love the 23 movies. Right. And I do too. Like, the 23 movies are awesome, even though there's a few of them that are not that great. But as an overall thing, the Infinity Saga is fantastic. And I don't think they'll ever get to that level of hype that we all were on with the original Avengers in the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. I I like that they're going smaller. I like that they're that they're not having Avengers five come out in November fifth, two thousand twenty one, where Thor: Love and Thunder is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad for that. I'm glad they're not going big yet, but with them going small, it just doesn't seem like there's really anything here that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you mentioned, the DC extended universe, we have Batman, we have you know Shazam two, we have Black Adam to be mm-hmm. excited about. Whereas this, I'll give my thoughts on it, but a lot of this isn't like, oh man, I have to see this movie now. Like, a lot of them are just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe that'll work, but maybe not. You're like, I'll pay $100 right now to have the Batman movie shown right now on my laptop before anyone else in the world. I'll pay $200. I will not pay. I will pay 50 cents. To see Love and Thunder right now. I, I just don't care. I, I I probably wouldn't even see it for free. <laughs> well, no, that's Eternals. Well we'll, yeah. well, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, I'd probably pay 300 to see Batman right now. Right now, and just being the first one in the world to see it. It's so hyped. Oh, yeah. But, like, Absolutely. watching Eternals right now without anyone else in the world, how much would you be willing to pay? I wouldn't pay, $10? A, sing- I wouldn't pay a single dime. You know? <laughs> 
Because I'll be honest, Eternals is the one I'm the least excited for out of this Phase 4. It's, I don't know any of these characters. I don't know anything about Eternals. I did for Guardians. That was a hit. But Eternals, nothing is really exciting me about it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that is almost guaranteeing I'm not going to see this in theaters, the gay character. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see a gay character being openly about that. I just, I just don't want to see it personally. So that's why it's probably going to be the first MCU film since Iron Man 3 that I have not seen in theaters. Mm -hmm. So probably not going to see Eternals. Black Widow, I'll see. I'm intrigued by it. I think it's, you know, it's got some good stuff going for it. I like Black Widow. I like Dave Harborough, who's in Stranger Things, mm -hmm. in the film. Like, that intrigues me. It's kind of got a Winter Soldier vibe a little bit. But at the end of the day, I don't expect it to be that much. If anything, it'll probably be a one-off film. Because we should have gotten this in Phase 3. Come on, this feels like a Phase 3 leftover movie. Mm -hmm. So, I'm excited. For, I'm intrigued by it. I'm a little excited for it. I'm not overly excited like I am for Wonder Woman 84 or Batman. I would say the one that I'm most excited for, like you, is Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. It's just so interesting that he has his identity out for the world. That everyone knows who he is now. Like I'm intrigued to see where they're. I'm excited to see where they're going to take this character in this film afterwards. You know, like how is he going to deal with this? You know, what's going on with that? Like I am just so pumped for it. It's it's the one I'm most excited for. I'm definitely watching that July sixteenth, two thousand twenty one. Mm -hmm. That can't come fast enough. And Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is kind of right behind that one for me. Mm -hmm. So if I were to rank the four right now, I would say Spider Man number one, Doctor Strange number two. Black Widow number three, and very at the bottom is the Eternals. Mm -hmm. uh, but Doctor Strange, like, even though, yes, the director's changing, it's making me a little bit nervous about this one, I, I'm still all in for the concept. It's better to cover batch. I mean, it's not going to be bad. He won't put himself in anything that sucks. If anything, he'll at least be decent in mm -hmm. it. And it's got Wanda in it, so that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. As the you know, the opportunity to do different things with the multiverse and see different characters and stuff. That's what I'm excited about, like how wacky it could be, even if it doesn't go a horror route. Mm -hmm. I'm still intrigued by it. And, you know, I think it could improve on the first Doctor Strange film, which is, it's in that level of, eh, it's okay Marvel movie, but it's not great. Mm -hmm. So I'm ex I'm excited for it. I'm not super excited for it like I am Far From Home, I, that, that sequel. I need to see it right now, but this one I'm I'm intrigued by. And then Black Panther 2, I'd put above Doctor Strange and uh, in front of Black Widow. I like Black Panther. It was a huge surprise when I saw it back in 2018, February. I want Infinity War right now. Do not give me this Black Panther movie. Like, this is a filler for Infinity War. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Action, not so much. But the story and just about everything else. Killmonger as a villain. Every, mm -hmm. and the supporting characters. Everything in it is great. Mm -hmm. Except the action. So I am, uh, maybe if they can improve on the action for this one, give a good villain and explore more Wakanda. Like, I think it'd be cool to have a movie set entirely in Wakanda. Because he had a movie that sort of was, but also had its James Bond kind of feel, like in Korea mm -hmm. and a couple other places. So that'd be kind of cool to have it set entirely in Wakanda. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for it. And Ryan Coogler coming back and stuff is great. Shang-Chi, I would put... Uh, below that, so Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Black Widow, Shang-Chi. I'm intrigued by it. Uh, it's 
you know, I, I might see it because, you know, the Mandarin's going to be in it. And I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with him actually being the Mandarin. Mm. But, you know, it's just not one I'm really sold on. I need to watch a trailer in order to judge it properly. Yeah. But it's not one that I'm going to rush out and see. Even if I saw a trailer right now, I'd be like, eh, maybe I'll watch it, you know. So, intriguing, but not really excited. Mm-hmm. And Thor, Love and Thunder. This one saddens me the most. Because I want to be excited for this movie. Taika Waititi's coming back. Chris Hemsworth as Thor is coming back. You know, I hopefully it could have the same vibe as Thor Ragnarok. Like, it has potential to be great. But there's two things about it that makes me probably not going to see this movie in theaters. And why I would rank it above Eternals, but that's it. I rank Shang-Chi above Thor Love and Thunder. And there's two reasons why. First, Valkyrie is going to be a lesbian in the movie. Yeah. And I do not want to see her search for a queen. That does not sound exciting to me at all. (laughs) 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 And number two, which might even make me just as angry, if not maybe even more angry, Jade's coming back. Not only is she coming back, but from what I hear, she's... Lady Thor. Lady Thor! No! You suck, Jane! That's why we got rid of you at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Well, Natalie Portman, you didn't want to be back. But you're coming back for some reason anyway. And just, no. Uh, I hate those two things so much. Uh, I'm just probably not going to watch it. Maybe on Disney Plus like you for those. But not even Spider-Man and Falcon and Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange, which are probably my top three things I'm excited mm-hmm. for for marvel coming forward yeah they're just not up there with dc for the level of excitement i have for the batman Mm -hmm. for wonder woman 84 shazam 2 and others like it's just not there i mean they could be intriguing they might surprise me like i might go into shang chi and be so surprised but maybe i don't know maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe it'll be the greatest thing ever i don't know (laughs) <laughs> I, I know I, I have a lot of hope for that, <laughs> but uh, again, uh, just Marvel's going smaller, and again, smart choice. But you just don't have anything in your arsenal that mm-hmm. I think is gonna make a lot of fans who just watched Endgame and Spider Man hyped really excited for where you're going in the future. Mm-hmm. So even though there's some cool things there overall, I want to watch some DC films over Marvel. Even though both have got some interesting things going on, yeah, I prefer what's going on in DC over Marvel right now. Which, when's the last time that was said? Not very recently, until now. Not not a whole lot until now. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, DC, you got us, you guys excited? Don't disappoint us. Nope. So, so hopefully, hopefully that'll turn out okay, to say the least. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So that is what we got going. Uh, that's what our thoughts are on the DC extended universe and Marvel Cinematic Universe. How we view those franchises and how we view their future coming forward. Mm-hmm. Got some good stuff going on. And some yeah. not some good stuff maybe going mm-hmm. forward. But that that is our thoughts, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. Which speaking of what we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with the future of this podcast. Yeah. So, like, so like we mentioned uh, uh, at the start of this, 
we don't know what the future this is going to look like because Zach is doing baseball and that's going to take up a lot of his time. And I got some stuff going on too, so I'll be kind of busy as well. So we're not quite sure what this is going to look like for the future. We may not do another podcast after this. Mm-hmm. Although we, we, we most likely will, mm-hmm. but there may be a chance we might not. So if if this is the last one, which I don't think it will be, but mm-hmm. if not, if it is, I've had a great time doing this. You know, yeah. This has been awesome. But we do have a plan anyway, just in case if mm-hmm. we do have some free time to do more podcasts. Mm-hmm. So if we do get a chance to do more, this is what the schedule is going to look like. I'm sure some of you are wondering why we didn't get a chance to do Rise of Skywalker. It was a month when we came back to school and had been out for a month. A lot of us, both of us didn't really remember it that well because it had been a while since we'd seen it. So yeah. we didn't feel comfortable doing a podcast. We wanted to give you our fresh thoughts like we have for all of our films. Which is why, once it comes out on digital and Blu-ray, we're going to do our best to watch it again and review it for you guys. Mm -hmm. So that is our top priority to do Rise of Skywalker. We're going to most likely do that podcast to finish out Star Wars. So that'll be one of the first things we'll do Mm -hmm. for you guys. So Rise of Skywalker is definitely on the table. And then uh, I thought we'd do something interesting, do two additional podcasts... But we're not going to say what they are because what uh, what I had an idea in mind was we do one where I picked a movie that I want both of us to watch and review. And then Zach would pick one that he wants both of us to watch and review. So it'd be each reviewer's choice of a film that we could watch and review. And, you know, I assume at least one of us would recommend it or give a high grade or something or whatever. Yeah. If not, maybe... Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows if they want to be cruel or not. Mm-hmm. So, so that's so that's an idea. After Rise of Skywalker, you know, each one of us do a podcast that we want to do, a movie that we want to review, and then as a series finale, I think what better way to do a final end podcast than to do it on Avengers Endgame, the mm-hmm. end of the MCU, the end of our podcast, and the greatest comic book movie ever made grossing wise money yeah the highest grossing movie of all time yeah like uh, people love it but what will our grades be for it we'll we'll find out on the final podcast which is which we'll have it right now as avengers endgame Mm -hmm. so that that's again what the future is going to look like hopefully if we're lucky we'll do four additional podcasts after this one Mm -hmm. again we're not sure how this is going to look like this could change but this is what we got going on right now. This is what the future looks like. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully this will turn out. If not, we'll, you'll just stay tuned for what we got going on. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. just play it by ear. Play it by ear, as you see them posted. So thank you guys for listening uh, last year for our podcast. We had a, a very fun time doing those, as much fun we had doing this one. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys enjoy, and hopefully we'll get a chance to... See you guys uh, next time when hopefully we review Rise of Skywalker yes. and other films. So this has been, I think we should call us, the MCU and the DCU, past and future. Sounds good to me. I like it. So yeah, this has been the MCU and DCU past and future season two, episode one podcast. Thank you guys for listening and go superheroes!